Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the number one Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Ali Maktouk. As always, I'm joined by Dr. Hoji Delectric, Smoji, and Yeah, yeah and uh, we are going to talk about the Bengals' rookie camp and maybe a little bit about the voluntary camp as well. Uh, so, yeah, so you have the rookie camp. We have a lot of rookies who are really looking to, to play important roles. Right, John? I mean, obviously, Jamar Chase, the number five overall pick. But Jackson Carmen, we're hoping he's going to start somewhere on the offensive line. And maybe even Joseph Asai, we were seeing some, you know, he was, he, he looked impressive. He was like knocking down blow up castles or something, I think, in the clip. John, did you see that? He was just like, just blow up castles? These, well, like towers, like these t- towers, the, 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 the towers that the, they have in those, you know, kindergarten classes or whatever. No, he was knocking stuff, stuff down. Like big bubbly stuff with a lot of confidence. Yeah. Wait, wait. And yeah. Yeah. And Go so ahead. then Jackson Carmen. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say Jackson Carmen. They are saying he is a big dude. That is the report that's coming out. He is a quote, a big dude. And that is coming from Joseph Osai, who is so big, he just knocks down castles. And he can move. We saw he looked explosive and he's playing at the right guard, which is very yeah. nice. And and then we had Wyatt Hubert, who was like pushing the jet ski. Right, John. He was pushing that uh, very hard, not without using water. Which I, I mean, I just I just looked at the clips. Yeah, it was something like there, like a it was some sort of uh, vehicle that he was pushing, but it wasn't on water. I, I'm I'm just I, see because I don't know this stuff. I'm trying to figure out why it was, it was impressive. So maybe John, you can tell us. They're, they're just tackling dummies. So the sleds. Okay. They just run into them. They 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 punch them. They okay. they touch them, and they, they're okay. done. They do that the, for ninety the, minutes, the, then they go to the locker room. Well, it's obvious to you, John. The Steelers use robots. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah, obvious to do, you, John, actually. but you don't, you don't have to call us dummies, but I get it. It's obvious. Okay. They're you dummy. know all this stuff. Yeah. All right. So, uh, John. So, so speaking look, of right guards, yeah. can I bring up one quick question? Because I, I can't stay the whole time about the right tackle to John Sheeran. Something I've been meaning yeah. to ask him. Morgan Moses, what's the chances he comes to the Bengals? I know Good it's question. off topic. No, yeah. it, it's, it's kind of topical, though. Morgan Moses was released by the Washington football team. They were hoping to trade him for some type of draft pick. That wasn't going to happen. Bengals don't normally do that. And they found that no one else wanted to trade for him. The thing here is they have Riley Reef to play right tackle, right? And the only way that they would trade for Morgan Moses is if Moses doesn't have any other suitor who wants to have him start, no, no questions about it at right tackle, he would have to come in and potentially either compete at right tackle or the Bengals just see him as a clear upgrade over Riley Reef. They move Riley Reef to probably probably left guard in that scenario. But the question is, are they too committed to their current plan without that current plan, the Reef with the veterans at left guard, Jackson Carmen at right guard? Nothing has gone wrong with them. Like there's no injuries or something that is forcing them to adjust that current plan. 
it would only be if they view Morgan Moses as this surefire clear upgrade over the guy that they just signed two months ago. So unless that's the case, I don't foresee Morgan Moses coming to Cincinnati. Unlikely. Now, but here's the here's the question. Is it a big shift for Reef to go from right to left? He's Why going from that? left to right. He's already going from left to right. Right. So he's been a left tackle for oh. however many years. So I'm saying they'd he, be putting him back where he belongs if they get Morgan Moses. More or less. Like uh, he's play, He played guard, I think, in college. He played at Iowa about 10 or so years ago. But he mostly played tackle. And then he's been a tackle for his entire NFL career. So him transitioning to guard would be him playing a position that he hasn't played before or hasn't played since you know, a few years in college, I think. So it would be a transition and it would be going against the, the original plan that they had, which again, would only indicate that if they're willing to do that, then they must think really high, highly of Morgan Moses. And if they really think that highly of Morgan Moses, you, you have to wonder why they weren't even interested in trading for him. So it's, it's very, like you said, unlikely at this point. Yeah, but thank you. Yeah, and, and and I think someone brought up on Twitter the the idea that look, you know, if they if they move Riley Rife and he's not happy with it, you know, it would it makes it even harder to get free agents to come to the Bengals. It's already hard enough to find free agents, you know, who who actually uh, bring value. So yeah, that is a problem. And they and they also uh, cut yeah. Giron Christian or Giron Christian. I don't know if that matters. No. No, because because uh, John didn't even know about it. So it no, could I'm not sure matter. he knew about it. I mean, I, I think he's just not as big of a deal. Then no, why is not. he looking it up? He's looking it up right now. Uh, okay, not. my hands are free. No, he's okay, not. he's looking. So he he, doesn't. He doesn't. He's so John confirms he's not. Good. He's not good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So look, Jesse Bates is leading the voluntary camp, which is very very nice. Jesse Bates, obviously the leader of that defense. He's the right. star of that defense, and so I mean. That is good that they're volunteering their time. Mike Brown is happy about that. Not, not, I'm not implying anything. I'm just saying volunteer work is good. Is good. Actually, speaking of Mike Brown, let me just say real quick. I love this quote from him. You know, he basically says about the Ring of Honor that uh, he did it because people wanted it, and his granddaughter told them to do it, and so he's going to do it. But he says I might have had thoughts about why it might wait for later. Right. And that that really touched me because Mike Brown is still we forget he's only eighty six years old, so yeah, poor guy. Yeah, so I mean, he's really, got a long was, life ahead. I, you have to think what was the rush, you know? But yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he, I, I love the fact that he if he if he lives yeah. to be in hundred sixties, this is middle age for him. Yeah, this is just it's too early. Yeah. But I I mean I look I'm fine with the Ring of Honor, but I just love this. Quote, but yeah, so John, we're going to move on before the well, team. Well, you said you mentioned this debates. Can yeah. I, because I, I think I'm really here to bring the fans' perspective. Yeah. And so I think there's one thing that interests me about the way the Bengals' defense is moving is I think there's a, going to be, an, it sounds like there's going to be this emphasis on interceptions. And I love interceptions. I just do. I love when your team gets an interception. Now, I know that almost goes without saying. Everybody loves interceptions. But I really love interceptions. And if we're going to have Jesse Bates... And we're going to have like all these 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 fast moving guys in the secondary, and it's going to be an interception focused defense. Kudos to Lou. Kudos to kudos to the Bengals. I just want to say that, and that's all I need to yeah. say. Yeah, no, that I'm so happy that you said that. So here's what they're going to do at this point. We're going to let John think John. of things to say. Yeah, think of some things. Hmm. Anything? Yeah. Here's a question. Yeah. 
Yeah, about the Bengals, yeah. I mean, since no one else has anything, I got something. So okay. let's talk about Joe Burrow because there's been some speculation as to how great he is and how recovered he is. And at this point, it's just speculation. But my sense is that all the signs are pretty positive. He's been throwing the balls around. I mean, do we have any sense that things are looking good and he's going to be able to play that first game? Yeah. Well, we just heard that he will from his doctor. Right, John? Okay. And that matters, right? And the doctor says it. It's important. Yeah. The doctor said that he's, quote unquote, all systems go for week one. Yeah, for week one. I think some people people have misconstrued what that really meant. And they went away saying that he's 100% good to go right now. He's not. He's no. ahead of he's officially no. ahead of pace no. for where they expected him to be, yeah. you know, however many months ago when he had his surgery. So if there's any doubt that he's going to be on the that he wasn't going to be on the field come September, I think those doubts are officially erased. At this point, it's but, just whether or not yeah. they want to give him some reps, some in the preseason. No. I wouldn't bet on it no, in this no case. Reps. No reps. But that, that's no. now that's now in the realm of possibilities compared to to his recovery schedule. Well, but Daddy, if yeah. they give him no reps in the yeah. preseason, he comes into no the season cold. He is a human no. being. He's you don't. No. You want to give him some no. reps. I'll tell you. No, no. Look, look. You don't need the reps with the hitting and the crunching and all that. He can just uh, throw the ball to Jamar Chase in his backyard, and he'll be fine. No, I mean, no, right, he, John? He, he can just understand as a yeah. QB. It's Hold really that. hard to come into the game. Listen, I was a QB coach. For a QB, okay, here we go. Again. Really, here we go. It's, it's really hard to come into the game cold. That's okay. really hard. You were you were an online QB coach. Online, online. Yeah. yeah, and it was a high school team that actually team. forfeited the season. Right. Forfeited the season. Right. That was my recommendation because, for safety. There was, John, as you say, a lot of crunching. John, so have you heard of Barry Sanders? He was before your time. So Barry Sanders, John, yes, he yeah he never played in the preseason because why? Why would you put Barry Sanders on the field, right? Or like Adrian Peterson too, I think, right? Like, why would you, when someone is such a virtuoso? It's different. Do you know what I mean? It's you know, different. John, the QB, like the, the QB like, needs like the to last... see the working parts. See, the thing is, he's got to see the he's got to see the game in play with these new working parts. He's like, yeah. he's the head of the machine. Now, if you don't give him a chance to try out the machine in the preseason, even just for a few reps, he's going to come in cold. Now, that might mean one bad game. But when you only have 17, that's one out of 17. That's the lot. We got to win every game or try. Last year, he did not play in the preseason because there was no preseason. And the worry was how quickly. You you didn't know that. No, no. The worry was how quickly was he going to be acclimated in the offense, right? I don't think that necessarily is a worry. It's not whether about he can connect with his receivers because all three of them are known commodities with him. They've all played at least one season with him. I don't think the chemistry side is going to be an issue because there are, they are going to have, those practice reps. I think what people are concerned about is that if he just goes into week one without playing at all and not getting accustomed to facing the pressure and and feeling it like that, that might take some time before he's really himself again, because we we can talk about his bravado and his confidence and his swagger all we want, but until he faces those similar situations again, there's going to be some type of adaptation period that comes with it. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're going to be that first game. That first game is at home against the Vikings. And I feel like the Vikings, in a way, we don't play them often, but they're an old friend. There's a lot of former Bengals there. They have our number. They know us. They know us very well. So I, I think it'd be nice to start off on the right foot and have Mr. Joe Burrow really ready for that game. 
that's my two cents. OG out. No, no, I, I say Joe Burrow, you save him, you use him wisely. You know, I don't even know if you play him in a game if there's a lot of crunching going on, as we discussed earlier. Maybe if there's too much crunching, you just take him. I uh, look, I, I want Burrow to be available. And I think I think you got to monitor that knee a little bit. Right. You know, I mean, look, you want Burrow to be like those, you want Burrow to be like that Jeff Blake doll that you kept yeah. in a box for yeah. 20 years and never opened right. and played with. You played with all your other dolls, you didn't play with the Jeff Blake doll. And then you finally gave it away. I had to. I had to for the show to get right. yeah to update the show. Yeah, I had to do it. It was very painful. And then yeah, I saw on eBay. I saw it on eBay a little bit later for uh, $3.43. I was very upset when I saw that. But uh, okay, John, let's move on. We talked about uh, Joe Burrow. We what what else do you want to talk about, John? I want to talk about how you didn't buy back the doll. Like it's four it's 3.43 like too expensive to, yeah. to on the yeah, resale value. It, it went back up in in overall price. Or is it just a values type of situation? Well, uh, John, honestly, it was three forty three, but with the shipping, it came out to like seven dollars. Oh, I hate when that happens. The shipping's yeah, more yeah. than the actual product. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's criminal. The idea doesn't pay for shipping or parking. Sometimes mm -hmm. I have literally seen him put his car in neutral and just leave it there. Yeah, that's actually a very valuable thing to know. If it's in neutral, it's technically not parked. They cannot find you. They can't yeah. give you a ticket. Cars because, bump it, because, it moves. They're like, yeah. is there someone in there? <laughs> is there not? You never it's parked great. on the hill before, right? Well, he. Uh, I mean, he, he, he well, jumps It's free out. parking. He Usually I hills mean, are free parking. Yeah. You know, you know, John, Daddio's car, first of all, Daddio cannot drive legally. That makes sense. He can't his read, eyesight. so. Yeah. His eyesight and also he can't read. He never passed. This is how you know. This is how you know when the dog days of the off season. This is how yeah. you know we have nothing so he, to talk he, about. He, he, his car, his car. Is really, I mean, market value for his car is $300, $400. It's an, it's a, it's like, what is it? Like a 1981 Volvo. It's all covered yeah. in cob cobwebs. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not, he doesn't care what it bangs around and stuff. It's, he's lucky that it still runs. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm completely happy with my car and, and it gets the job done. And just like the Bengals offensive line. We can maybe, John, we can, yeah, we can transition back. Yeah. Guys, I, I got to go. I, I okay. am having uh, a mushroom oil massage therapy session. And uh, oh, wow. they have, I just heard my doorbell ring, meaning that okay. I'm ready to go. I'm pumped. Have a great Friday, everyone. Who day, as they say, bye. Okay, bye. Yeah. John, so we, yeah, we can, we can end it here unless you have anything else to talk about. I think... That last point, uh, I'll, I'll just touch on it if you allow me to, okay. because there yeah. is there is some sort of a discourse restarting back up with the news of Joe Burrow coming back. It's been about okay, everyone's confident that Burrow is going to be fine whenever he's healthy. It's just a matter of is that offensive line going to to get the job done, which is what you said, and I think that is really kind of their goal. It's like the message, like it's not about being perfect. It's not about having this stout offensive line that was in everybody's dreams. It, it's not necessary in order for Burrow to get what he needs to do, right? It, it's never been that. It's, it wasn't that at LSU. It certainly wasn't that last year. And we saw resemblance of success in the offense last season. It's just about it's just getting the job done. It's just putting yeah. the right pieces there in order to just get yeah. a salvageable product. And that, and that plan in itself is not going to receive resounding support or receive any type of benefit of the doubt. And that's fair. Yeah. And that's why we're seeing, you know, the same type of arguments pop up. So until 
that plan comes to fruition and we can see the fruits of that labor, it's going to be scrutinized. But I think that is the plan. I think they are confident that it's going to work about as well as they expect it to. And that should be enough with everything else that they have on offense. Yeah, but John, okay, I appreciate that. And that's a good point. And I do think the offensive line can get the job done pass protecting. But you know better than I do, John. If you don't have a, a pretty good, above average offensive line, your running game, unless you're very creative, like unless they want to turn Joe Mixon into, you know, he's, he's going to be receiving a lot. They're going to be, like I said, trying to catch people off guard when they run, but they're not going to be able to run it down people's throats with this offensive line. You agree with that? Sure, but that's never been what the offense should be with Joe Burrow at the helm. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm just saying when you give a guy like Joe Mixon and with his ability, that kind of, it's not just the money. But I mean, I think they maybe thought they could make a good running game, but I think it, it could still be effective. I just don't think the numbers would pop out at you maybe, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, the, the rookie running back, they're saying he looks good and they're going to use him as a receiver, which is the trend of the, the summer, right, John? Every rookie running back is drafted they're like, oh, no, 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 he's a receiver. This so that people true. don't criticize this, them. So yeah. people don't say, why did you take a running back? But at least the Bengals took theirs in like the eighth or ninth round. I, remember, I don't remember what it was. But yeah, so he's. They say, uh, right? Zach Taylor said he's going to use him as a receiver. So, so I think, I think, yeah, I think they are moving to just a very, very pass happy. Like you look at the numbers when Joe Burrow was healthy, they were throwing how many times a game, John? Like forty something times. Right, and that's mainly yeah. because they were losing a lot in those games, and they had to throw to catch up because you throw to score points. Ideally, you know, you don't want Burrow to throw six hundred, seven hundred times in a full season. When you get the lead, then your running game becomes more easily achievable because you're not facing heavy boxes in that sense because teams are still worried that you're going to score on them with the passing game so if they get out to early leads because of their passing game they can then transition to a more balanced type of game plan with a more effective running game it all comes down to just scoring the ball more and that is achievable with a dominant passing game and and obviously you don't expect the offensive line to pass protect perfectly for 50 snaps a game for 50 pass attempts a game but you need them to do better than what they did last year because last year it was just too much. Uh, it was. It was. And and the amazing thing is that Joe Burrow, even though the, it was too much, he is still was very good. Again, except the deep game, which is going to get better with Jamar Chase, who I wanted to talk about. John, people have been spotting him scooting all over town, all over On Cincinnati. He's, he's, uh, scooting is the verb, John. You don't yeah. say he's. Yeah, yeah. He's a scooter. I, I actually had a scooter before I got my car. But then actually, you'd be it, you'd be surprised. I actually got money back from trading in my scooter for the car. That's how cheap my car was. But uh, but yeah, a scooting it, and he's and he he didn't know what Cincinnati was like. I, I you know you are Mister Cincinnati. I, I would I would love for you to show him that Cincinnati has you know it has electricity, has running water, it has everything. He didn't know these things. So I, th- I think he was more surprised about the buildings. I, I think they yeah. recognize. I think he recognized it wasn't exactly an Amish town. Like they okay. had the, the, those sort of services there. I think he was just surprised yeah. that it wasn't like the rest of Ohio, which is more or less just farmland. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so that is good. That he. I, I think he's scooting right now because every time I see a tweet, it's it's. I just saw Jamar Chase. He's scooting, scooting, scooting. So I like that he loves the city. I hope it grows on him and he grows on us. And I really think that, uh, like you said, I think we're going to be pass happy this year, John. I think we are. I think with the Jamar Chase and the the offensive, the the powers that we have, the firepower, you know, maybe CJ Uzama takes a step. Maybe uh, Moss, you know, can do something. And then we have just all these guys out there that are a threat. We'll see. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up. And please uh, leave a five-star review and subscribe. And for John Sheeran, 
I'm Daddy MacDook. We'll see you next time. So long, SVP. Bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.